Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. Alrighty. Did you hear it? Yes, I did. Maybe we should change our podcast name to Recording in Progress. Oh my god, seriously. Love it. Um, Or at least this episode. Yeah, totally. Um, So, I guess since now we are recording and out there to the the universe, the ether, um, we're both doing this mobily from our telephonos, so it might be a little different being on headphones or whatnot but uh just uh, work with us and, and live with it for now because we haven't done yeah, this in a month and so we just have to get it in <laughs> yeah that's what she said baby totally my dogs are just staring at me to throw this ball grandma was out playing with them but then she came inside and sit down sat down so I think she got annoyed of them because they weren't playing properly and she's had a, a rough day I think so uh Damn, well just let them stare at me <laughs> but uh, yes so it's been a month cool yeah even though we haven't chatted to the the outer verse um we have chatted with each other because i went to washington Woo! we rode bikes we, bitches. yep we rode bikes we got to see each other in person um and as much as I wanted to and hoped we'd be able to record, I had such a short trip. It was just we didn't get to see each other again and actually sit down and chat. Um, but but that's OK. I mean, life is yeah. life and it's, it's fucking life busy. Is life, man. It's fucking yeah. busy, dude. And we're in the <laughs> you feel this way, but I feel like I am in the thick of it. And then I'm like, does it ever get any easier? Because I yeah, see she, some yeah. people at the age of like 60. You know what I mean? Still just like, we're all just hanging on and just trying. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It doesn't have to be like this, I don't think. So if you like play your cards right, yep, it won't be, right? I feel that same way. Um, and so I... I'm starting to freak out about like investments and assets, man. Totally. I'm such an adult. It's hard. Um, I've been freaking out lately because since I got my new vehicle and added that payment to the, just the budget and everything, I'm like, wow, I am back to just like paycheck to paycheck and not having like really any extra and really having to like think about every little thing I spend. And that is just like, just really annoying and yeah. time consuming when you're like, oh, can I afford this, you know, piece of steak and yeah. potatoes for <laughs> for dinner like or yeah. um uh, oh shit like I, I have to wait to go get gas till like two days from now because I have to wait till I get paid or whatever yeah. and gas is back to the one gas station by our house that was like a uh, like 40 cents cheaper than town just went back yeah. up to over six dollars and I'm like what the fuck how did that happen overnight like why, it was five our prices jumped to yeah it was 549 then it went to 619 for regular, well, I'm like, what the fuck? Good thing you went on that road trip when you did. No kidding. 
Um, and yeah, so, so that was, it was fun. It was great in Washington quick, so quick for that week, especially cause I worked like two full days of it. Uh, but I mean, I feel like I got a lot of bang for my buck other than the fact that I broke my finger. Yeah. Shitty titty there, sister. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a little bit impressed because I'm 34 and just what <laughs> the kind of things that we've done in life. I, uh, I've never broken a bone. Um, so this is my first, but TK and I were just talking about that before, um, this happened. Yeah. Me and my brother are like, yep, nope. Neither of us have ever broken a bone. It's crazy because of the things that we do, like how rum, how rambunctious we were as children and what we've done as like adults, teenagers. Yeah. Like, we've definitely stretched out ligaments and, you know, messed up joints and stuff like that. But neither of us had ever broken a bone. Um, And then this little finger. And (laughs) it's just funny because I'm, like, really, really trying not to complain about it by any means. Because it could be, you know, something way worse. But I'm like, wow. You just don't realize how one finger affects so one many finger. things. Yeah, like, I get an ingrown toenail, and I'm a baby. For yeah. And it's my right hand, so it's just like, like literally just trying to do most things like right, or mm-hmm. you just go grab something, and I like hit the tip of it, and it jams it. Um, even just a little, it was like so painful. I'm like, God damn, I really didn't think that. Like, I wouldn't be, like, basically have to immobilize my entire hand for this one little, yeah. little fucking thing. Um, ow, shoot, I touched a pokey. Um, I know, someone's so that's, me and my foot. <laughs> that's been a little bit annoying. And um, I don't know if I'll be able to ride bikes again for the rest of the season because I just don't think I can. It's like, I could yeah. ride a bike if I didn't have to brake. Yeah, because I would be able to hold on, but if I have to, because it's my ring finger, so if I had to break, I'd really only be holding on with like my middle finger <laughs> and thumb. Totally. Um, so, and as soon as I got back from Washington, it was incredibly smoky here. Yeah, um, there was a fire down like southwest of us, um, mm-hmm. and it was, but it was really, really, really bad. Like it looked like dense fog um we weren't getting like any solar to our to our solar um oh, generator. that's something you're gonna have to consider exactly. I didn't even think of that yep and um, and then and then it rained and it rained like pretty darn good it was nice um but so those first two weeks though were just that I was back with smoke and then the rain and so we weren't getting power so it was just back to kind of how we were before we had enough solar panels to really charge up our generator to full capacity where we were, I was like putting it in the truck every day and I would just get so annoyed because it was also cold. Um, I'm like, I'm not ready for like the wet and the cold. Like we don't have our storage container up there. So there's a bunch of stuff outside still and just like wet dogs, cold, not having like sufficient heat because we just weren't really sure exactly like how much energy that would use and then again picking up this generator which it's about like 80 pounds which isn't too much or anything but that's still like a 
heavy sure. thing to like lift in and out of the truck when you have like at this point my hand was I didn't know that it was broken um yeah and it was still really swollen couldn't do a lot and yeah really hard to grip something heavy when you can't really use all your yeah so I was just like getting oh. and probably PMSing too that I was just so annoyed like loading this thing again every day like what the fuck because our um gas generator is down yeah. so we had to like take it back to town to charge um there for a while but I was so so fucking thankful for the rain that's for sure yeah. like rain and clouds I was would so happy for like much rather obviously have than the smoke and uh, I it did help the fire too like it did hit south enough for that but um it just made me realize how like we weren't actually ready for like a wet season yet. Yeah. I was <laughs> thinking the, of that yeah. for you guys. Yeah. But so once I got back, like I said, those first two weeks, um, we're just kind of busy with all of that and not being around much. And then our schedules just weren't aligning very well to be able to sit down and, and pod. Uh, but we finally made it happen at least. Yeah. Man, September is a transition. It is. It really is. Uh, I feel like once you're in October, like you're kind of like into it a little. September, especially, you know, is like the beginning of school. Like things just change all around. Summer's um, over. That heartbreak. I yeah. get so bummed every year, man. I I've actually I used to get real bummed about it, but now I've been a lot bigger fan of fall since it's like so hot and dry down yeah. in Tahoe I'm, I'm ready for fall because fall is enjoyable it's like nice yeah. weather and so well, that's why it's kind of like real bummed at first with my finger I'm like the temperature is finally not like you know 90 degrees every day uh it's cooler in the mornings in the evenings and during the day then we got that rain so like the trails are really good yeah. um so it's a bummer, but I actually haven't been as heartbroken about it as like I I thought that I I would be because I've also been feeling like very lazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't feel like biking up a hill. Um, like almost, like, <laughs> oh man, this broken finger. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but um, as long as I can ride my snowmobile in the winter, then that's all I care about. And that's what I told the doctor when I finally went. And he was like, oh, it's a spiral fracture. Like, I want you to see an ortho um, to see if they have to put pins in it. And I was like, Ooh. oh, that, that doesn't sound cool. Um, no, like, it's just a broken finger. Like, I think that's unnecessary. <laughs> but uh, if I go to the orthopedic. Well, what do you guy, know? You're not a finger doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to the orthopedic guy and- he, he just kind of like he had seen the x-rays that he didn't take new ones nor like look at my finger like that much or anything like whatever can you do you look at the originals and he's like so yeah it's in alignment um it's but it's a little like like four millimeters off so that means it would like heal a little bit short but like you know I would recommend surgery just because then it's like in alignment and you can start the like rehab process quicker and blah 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 um and I'm like well shorter like it's not like it's one of my legs you know I'm not often how often when you go to the doctor do you take in what they're saying to you and be like are you telling me this because you're going to make a lot of money off of this or are you telling me this because you're for real for real (laughs) 
So let me tell you this, Amber, that's the problem is because on the way home from Washington, I listened to, and then when I got back for like a week, got obsessed. So I listened to three seasons of a podcast called Dr. Death. And these okay. podcasts on Wondery Podcast were all about doctors that did fucking crazy ass shit. Work. Yes. Oh, so I am very untrustworthy. This guy was doing yeah. one of the uh, one of the doctors was doing like spinal surgeries on people, and out of like thirty eight surgeries, thirty three of the people either have permanent injuries or died. Like paralyzed. He paralyzed one of his oh best God. friends from the neck down. Karen, why are you listening to these things? That's because so of a flipped disc. And this guy just didn't know what he was doing. He was just digging no. away at people, fucking them up. Like you said, he killed two people. Another doctor was telling people they had cancer when they didn't and putting them on chemotherapy and radiation treatment. What the fuck? And, and also, that's just like, like you're evil. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Bro. So I was like, Bro. granted, like, this is a, a finger that I think that if I went under anesthesia and they operated on, like, worst case scenario, I don't know, I, I wake up with like no finger. But like I said, I was like, I told the guy, I'm like, well, I was hoping this appointment was going to be a little more cut and dry. Like, yes, you absolutely <laughs> need to have the surgery because it's really fucked up. Or like, no, you don't. It'll heal, keep a splint on it or whatever. Um, and a, a friend of mine who is a nurse, she's going to like nursing school right now. She was like, look, they're never going to tell you like, yes, you have to have the surgery. They're always going to give you the option. Um, okay. and like the fact that you qualify to have it means that like you, like you should definitely consider it. And it, it's a good option for you because she had, um, an eptopic pregnancy and she was like yeah she was like even during that they basically gave me the option to have the surgery and they weren't just like you need surgery like you know like this is what's happening and she was like okay so what if I don't get the surgery They're like oh well then you're two bursts and blah 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 but she was like yeah they still even in a situation like that left it open-ended of like basically giving me the option for surgery so I'm like, okay, I get it. They can't really tell you, like, yes, you need it. Maybe because liability or legal reasons or something. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that at the time. And then I was really considering doing it just because I was like, well, maybe I can ride my, maybe that will allow me to ride my bike, like, before the season is really over. Yeah. Um, but uh, especially because I'm going on a, doing this work trip next uh in two weeks i'm going to bend um Ooh, for what, like a, what weekend uh it's not the week it's like the 10th through the 12th of October. yeah but it's um a full-on like uh dealer it's called a dealer summit so this one brand that we carry is putting this on and they invite the Oh, usually the retail owners, but like my owner doesn't want to go. And since I'm the marketer, he was like, this could be good for you to go if you're interested and like just get some language from the brand and, you know, yeah. you'd be able to market them. And so, and, and yeah, the brand is like flying each person out. So it's no cost on my boss. Um, so right. they're, they're flying me right out, out. Right? and yeah, totally. And then, um, 
but one of the days you you're biking um there's like a trail run day and then a mountain bike day so I was like god I want my thing like I want to be able to go on this like bike ride with this company and like everyone else around uh but then I realized like what the date is now I'm like well even if I did surgery like this Wednesday like I'm not going to be able to ride my bike the week after (laughs) so so, um I'm kind of like yeah I I probably won't do it and just let it heal because I don't even know if my insurance covers it and yeah but anyways um how long do you have to keep your finger immobile? So I don't know. That's the thing too. When I left the orthopedic, he didn't really say anything about that. Cause I feel like he just left it up to like surgery and like, call me if you want that. But didn't say like, if you don't do it, keep the splint on it for like a month, like all day, every day, like yeah. nothing, no instructions like that. So oh, uh, he's like, I'm not giving my advice up for free. Yeah. My expertise. I to actually go back to him on the sixth. And that's when I might redo x-rays and I was like, well, let's see how it's healing. How it's then. Healing. Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah. So since I got home though, I've just been so busy. Um, oh my gosh, look at how fall it is outside. I know that's crazy. And that's what I miss about there. Honestly, is that, uh, there's not like, you really have to kind of go find the color change because there's you know, mostly like pines and those kinds yeah. of trees, not like a Wait. bunch of them, like there's aspens around, but that's that you like go find a hike where there's a bunch of aspens and you can see the, the change. But, um, yeah. something I took for granted there was definitely <laughs> seeing like the color change. I used to hate it. It always made me so sad. Like everything's right? done. This is ugly, not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> over it. High school Terrence over it. Totally. But now I'm like, oh, so pretty. Yeah. I'm sorry. You broke your finger in September, dude. Yep. Yep. Well, but, at least we got but, to ride. I'll take that as a win. Hell yeah. And so good thing you didn't end up like planning on coming back down with me because it would have been awful yeah. because of the weather anyways. Like I said, the smoke, you, like, you couldn't even inside like the uh, air quality was like almost 200 which uh the the air quality index some of them go up to 500 some other ones go like up to a thousand but most of them go to 500 so almost 200 inside the store like it was so bad bad. did Um, you have a bad cough or anything or no nope um we yeah it was i didn't get affected much by i got a headache a, a few days um at certain times of the day just after like being out and about or like whether it's working or even in the fifth wheel I mean the fifth wheel is not like super sealed so um but luckily then like the next week it started raining and it's been like pretty damn clear and nice a fire did strike up the other day nearby I'm not sure what the cause was but it got under control and we didn't get like smoke from it but um I'm just hoping that it does continue to stay cool and get moisture and this may be the best year we've had in a very long time for fires yeah Yeah. that's good to hear well when I was up there it was super smoky a couple days too though so following you you're so hot (laughs) totally (laughs) (laughs) so the last time we talked also again to the universe um you had recently started a new job. So now it's been like 
over a full month there. Yeah. So yeah. how's that going? Fucking nuts, man. <laughs> Good, but fucking nuts. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I stated my position, but I am working for a property management company doing maintenance coordinating for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of doors. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that, like, you're kind of the one who you send out the people to fix things, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I coordinate the maintenance, if you will. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just crazy, but I'm picking it up, I feel like. I'm adding things to my repertoire, if you will. Um, And, yeah, I'm learning all the things that go wrong. Are you learning more about like the real estate industry in general that makes you interested yes, in um, furthering yourself in it yes I am I am so curious now and I still I think the last time we talked I can't even remember what the fuck we talked about but I um, I'm still uh, interested in it yes um, to what aspect I don't know like I still care about the environment and things and like miss that aspect of doing that job I went uh stand up paddleboarding with a girlfriend who's was also in the environmental field and she was like do you miss doing environmental work and I was like I totally do and so yeah it's I mean this is good and great for now and Mm -hmm. it's working (laughs) yeah transition Uh, season for sure um do well, and then doing you- paycheck to paycheck dances you now with that major pay cut and like yeah like going up to your boss and being like this is what I think I'm worth and if you don't then bye with all due respect yeah that's what we talked about a little bit last time yeah but also you were in a position of feeling like I just kind of want to write it out what's your uh aren't you on a trial period yeah, it's like a 90-day trial period. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's like a long time. Yeah. For, at least for the wage they were, like, you know, giving you and what your life is. Totally, like 90 totally. days, really? Um, yeah. yeah, and, uh, like, luckily I have some wiggle room in my life, but also, like, pay a bitch what she's worth. No kidding. I hear <laughs> and that goes like across the board right now. I feel like everyone's like not offering people enough money and like all like everything's the price of everything is increasing. I mean exactly. I, for it's not there's sorry, been yeah. rent increases going out like crazy. <laughs> and well, then like, like gas just went up again too. So yeah, it's like the the wages don't match the inflation. Oh, no, man. I'm just like, I don't know how anyone could live like this, but there are Seriously. so many things to do and make it work. And I'm just like, but is that a living? Is that like, right? I don't know. You just got to really sit back and be like, what am I worth? What do I want? You know? Yep. Yeah. I but, mean, even like consolidating whatever your debt or payments, I'm like, I really am on the low end of the spectrum of that in comparison to many many people so I'm like so how and then also though when I started my new job and on salary and whatever um I mean I gauged it on like what I needed to make on like what you know what my payments are and things like that 
But when I got my first check and realized how much tax is taken out, I'm like, what the Dude. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, taxes? I'm going like, to your house. $700 a month. And I'm like, yeah, I need that. I need that. <laughs> it's insane. It's absolutely yeah. insane. Like, that's definitely a, a payment. Um, a good chunk. Yeah. So like, why, why am I paying that much in taxes? That's fucking insane. Like, so that's $1,400 a month in taxes. And like, so, and then the more you make, the more that gets taken out. So it's this catch 22, which is where honestly, a lot of people get stuck at anyways in their, their life of, um, you know, not taking promotions honestly or certain positions because like they want to stay in this certain tax bracket or whatnot like now they can't get insurance and they can't do this or that and this the society was like made to keep people stuck yeah it's fucked up yeah hillary and i were talking over um instagram messages about like the cost of food because she's in europe and bought like a huge supply of groceries and like fresh food and stuff for like 63 bucks or something yeah I saw that too yeah so like even here I'm like dude I went to the store today and spent 90 bucks and I got like some packaged rice and potatoes and like a couple of like uh snacks you know not even like meals or (laughs) I spent almost a hundred dollars and this isn't gonna get me past like a couple days yeah so um then we just started kind of going off on tangents about the United States and the system and how, like, made it, like, yes, obviously it's better than a lot of other countries in, in different aspects, but, like, it has its own huge amounts of problems with costs of living and things like insurance and taxes and shit. Yeah, and just, like, the quality of life that yeah. whatever... Yeah. Is totally the quality of life. Yep, it's a thing, and a lot of people's is not good. Yeah, it's insane to me. But like I said, in a lot of other countries, it's not good for other reasons. So it's like I don't know what's better. Yeah, the grass is always greener. That's for sure. Yeah, for chisel, chisel. I could make life work if I made a hundred K. Yeah, for sure. Minimum. <laughs> like, that's what I want to be comfortable. And it's crazy that that used to seem like this insane amount. But like, that's what, yeah. yeah, that's what, and that's what like doctors made like a hundred thousand dollars. Like you were rolling in the dough and now it's that's like, that's what yeah, this no, much no. schooling debt gives you. Yeah. And now that's like kind of minuscule. That's like, no, that's like, raking the surface of living the like uh I think what is considered middle class in America because of the cost of living yeah but yeah it's all a farce man just grow your own food yeah right oh man unreal to think about so I actually I went to an event last night called farm to crag um, yeah. with the company that I'm an ambassador for outdoor women's wellness uh, we mm-hmm. had a table there and so it was all it was like a rock climbing event um, at the Patagonia in Reno and this woman who's an ambassador for Patagonia started this 
um, I don't know if it's exactly like a company, but it is called Farm to Crag. And like, if you go on their website, the idea of it is to give you, like, it's a map and it will give you locations of where you can get like locally grown food, um, like when you're climbing and connecting like the climbing community to the earth because the owner of Patagonia at one point said like, like climbers need to be looking into sustainability in like the earth and um, generative agriculture, which is something that you and I have talked about. And so this, at the end of this event, there was a panel um, of people, a professional climber, and then a local farmer and another gal who works at this place in Tahoe called the food hub where they, um, they work with local farmers and they like bring the, their food in and then sell it from their location. It's a kind of like a, a farmer's market, I guess, very small scale farmer's market, the food hub where you and Tahoe could go to the food hub and like buy locally grown shit. Um, but it's like for here, it's not local, local because there's not farms in Tahoe, like, but they're just down the hill or in either direction or whatever. But it was really cool because they were talking about regenerative agriculture and how, like, how much it takes. And they raised the question because people got to a point of, like, why is food so expensive? And a farmer, or I think it was a farmer, was like, what you should be saying is, why is food so cheap? Like, mm-hmm. the, like if your food is really cheap, the farmer wasn't paid well, the um, distributor wasn't paid well, and it probably wasn't grown with any quality. And I'm like, I get it. I totally 100% understand that. And you put and so I, many hands. Yes, and I want to be able to support only, like, regenerative farms and and things like that but there's so many of us that that can't or if I did you know you it would don't be, have the space or you, the yeah you, exactly you really have the to like, I would have to nickel and dime everything to budget out every little bit of food also like I said where am I gonna get that because I can't just walk into any farm and in the winter there's not farmers markets all the time so where am I gonna get everything um we don't have the capacity to go, like we want to go buy like a full cow from like a local um, farmer or whatever. But right now too, like we don't have a, a freezer, you know, that we can keep a full fucking yeah. cow in or pig or whatever that we know is grown locally. Um, and also, yeah, the cost is a huge, huge thing. And so it just feels like it's 100% something I want to support and want to try to support. But like how can we get the masses to do that when especially when you're looking at like the middle of the country and stuff like and just or like the cities and the um you know poverty areas like yeah Yeah. they like people just cannot afford it and I understand that the farmers and distributors and everybody needs a livable wage but that's the problem is no one's getting paid like a livable wage to be able to buy yeah. the stuff we need you to keep so that's food. why we resort to like stipends from the government in the form of like food stamps or like uh forgiveness here forgiveness there like yeah. and it's all of our all of our tax dollars it's such uh, a, 
it's just a terrible vicious cycle that I feel like we're stuck in and it's just going to take so so long to get out of so the owner of Patagonia Yvonne he um in this movie that we watched that they did about the farm to crag he Mm -hmm. said that it takes a hundred years to grow an inch of topsoil and with every crop you're destroying an inch of topsoil so when you're thinking about like the big massive crops then Yeah. yeah like in a hundred years, you, there are ways to, that you can speed it up. Um, but it's just still, it's a few years still, not just one year. It's not turned around in one crop. Um, so mm-hmm. the mass like agriculture we've done have completely ruined everything. Fast. Man, yeah, I know less fast, but that one's like, whoa. And that's the thing too, is that, um, everyone even if you're eating like organic you're still maybe buying from these big big farms and the problem with our food too is it's stripped of the nutrients because the topsoil has no nutrients in it anymore yeah and we have and so in order to get good nutrients you got to haul in all this stuff if you really want to try you know or i don't know but then this guy yeah and so the guy who had who was on the panel who had a farm down in uh I don't know exactly where not in Tahoe it's down in the Reno area um but he it's all like done by hand they don't use any machines um so they do everything yep so obviously that costs a lot and labor and time um but he said that he grew up in well he didn't grow up but when he was younger he spent like two years living in India as a child, but he brought up the fact of like India is the most densely populated country and they feed all their people off of farms and the majority of those farms are less than five acres. So yeah, so that was like, okay, like, yeah, if if they can do it there, like, why can't we do it here? Yeah. When we have the land that we have the land space and we don't have as dense of a population like we should be able to feed everybody by these like homegrown farms, but well, we just can't because of corporation and greed, anyways. And yeah, I things like, that involves things with, like land like, and permits. Yeah. Also, trying to grow stuff takes a lot of your time. Like, if you want to do it good or right or successful, but also some things you can just like throw it in the ground and be like, "Look, I grew this, and you didn't water it once." You know what I mean? So it's like. Right. And depending on where you're at, so it's very, very hard to grow stuff up here, like in Tahoe for sure, just outside. Like you have a couple good growing months, literally like yeah. two guaranteed good growing months. Um, but even even down in Reno in the Great Basin area, it's very hard there too. And he was like, because somebody asked him the question of uh, diversity and um in like the farming community and how many like black owned or latin or like like BIPOC owned farms or whatnot uh, or producers and he was like look I don't have a good answer for you because honestly how many producers are there in general like I there's like less than 10 if not like in the low teens so like if that answers your question like no there's not diversity because there's barely anyone that can produce food in this climate um, yeah. especially with what it costs to do it in the way that I'm doing it, um, which is like, like small scale regeneratively. He's like me and my wife work 70 to 90 hours a week, you know, yeah. just so we can 
hopefully put our kids into college. Um, mm-hmm. And like, that's that it just is what it is. Like you said, to do it right, it takes so much time. And a lot of years of knowing, like a lot of yeah. it takes trial and error, just like any good thing in life. Yep. And we are not like taught that, you know, we've been yeah. made to live in this like instant gratification society. And um, we're so, also, yeah. there's only one way to go about doing things when there's every way to go yeah, about doing exactly. things. Exactly. But it was, it was definitely very interesting. And, but like I said, I, it makes me feel like just stuck in a vicious cycle of yeah. like, well, how can I, like, you know, everyone is a small change. So yeah, if I just simply like, don't buy the broccoli at the grocery store, we don't go to Costco anymore, then that can help. But it can help. Time, it can help. Yeah, but there's at the same time you're like, okay, well, like, yeah, I I do have to completely change my life to be able to do that. Like, think about where I'm gonna go. How it's gonna cost maybe twice as much to do it, um, but it is for the better of the planet. Yeah, <laughs> not just like what I need right now. Um, I will but, say but- I went to the farmers market two weeks ago, and I still have some produce. Oh, that's from nice. then. Um, <clears throat> it's still good too. Like it's not moldy produce. It's like still doing all right. That's good. So, that's good. And and they, I only spent like eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. I felt good about it. Yeah, I felt and I like with money. Like uh, if you have it, you know. Mm-hmm. Which, well, it's like there's so many people in certain parts of the country that. They have to survive off a government stipend, and that isn't going to get, you have to get the most bang for your buck. So that means you're going to Walmart or you're going to Costco. And again, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, most annoying thing, the thing that pisses me off the most <laughs> is that we created that society that needs it. Like you created this yeah. system that people need to like live off of your system and then they have to buy back into it. Like they don't have a choice to feed their family besides buying this, like into these large corporations. Yeah. Um, and that's, what's like just at times it like, honestly overwhelms me so much thinking about it and pissing yeah, me off so same. much that I'm just like, I don't even yeah. want to think about it. <laughs> and that's how the system's designed to make us feel. Exactly. Which is even more fucked up. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, I love it here. I love it here. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm glad crazy. I have you here, Taryn. Yeah. I'm glad we got to ride bikes. At least there's bikes, dude. I know, totally. For now, <laughs> yeah. you know, until yeah. until the world ends because we buy <laughs> shit from Costco. <laughs> well, I mean, but, like. I feel like with every step, like what you're doing is like trying to be more sustainable or like design a better life or I don't know. I think I just think that like sustainability is very, very important and learning what that means for you and your family and your situation, then keep at it. Yeah. And this this guy again brought up another good point that you bring up the word sustainability is like that word has become um like very popular. And many and a lot of brands and companies are adopting it and trying to actually like use sustainable practices within their business and whatever. Um, 
and he said the more we talk about like regenerative farming and agriculture like the more that that's also just going to become a common word and people are going to learn about it and know about it so um yeah it's just talking or even like getting the word farmer's market yeah yeah like I didn't know what that was growing up really I don't think yeah same we did not have that like or we're not going to it you know I'm sure there were some but I feel like there are more now than there were and um but yeah like we're making this connection back to food I feel like this generation is definitely doing that exactly he's like how can you just think like bread from Costco and you don't know where the oats came from like but if you go buy handmade bread from someone you can actually give thanks to the food um and that's something that like yeah we've completely lost touch with in our world is like yeah a relationship to the food and to the earth that's why getting the word out through the outdoor community can be like where it starts because we already have such a community um relationship with being outside and loving the outdoors and now we have to figure out how to keep that going and then spread on from there it's all about education which everything is I mean we could talk about that same thing as far as like um women's rights and abortion and shit like that (laughs) is like it's about education if you're educating people properly on fucking sex education then maybe we'd have to worry about um like birth control and abortion less because yeah. people are actually educated on how to maybe not even get into that situation. But that doesn't mean you take away the right to choose. Yeah. But, but yeah. It's in pockets. Being a society where information is readily available at the hands of a 10 year old with an iPhone is like, how do we still not all know that? <laughs> We should like, you know, buy local and and be able to like help like why 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 is inflation happening? Our government just yeah. sucks. Yeah. And why yeah, is it I, always going to become political when it's really about the facts that you're seeing in front of you? Yeah. It's I don't know. Definitely a tangent, didn't expect to get on too much. But yeah, I'm, who the fuck gave us a soapbox on a Friday night? Yeah, totally. I'm just sitting on a got one foot on a bench, power stancing here. You're walking around the streets of Tacoma. Yeah. I passed Sixth Avenue twice on our walk. Really, just doing some circles. I have not been getting many steps in either, really, since July, since we opened our second store downtown, which is much smaller. Um, so when you said like you really you've been sitting all day and you needed a walk, like I felt that because the last week I've been trying to walk more because I'm like oh my god my body's just been so stagnant feeling from mm-hmm. either just not walking much in the store just standing in one spot or on the days I work from home I'm sitting so I'm just like yeah I need to be up and moving yes yes again which can send me on another tangent of uh how or why like we have a 40 hour like work week structure Jesus. that doesn't yeah, allow four days like five five weekday five days what the fuck am I trying to say I can't five days do a week. it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh totally I don't want it anymore give me those three-day weekends what the fuck yeah. is a two-day weekend for real garbage for really need three two to enjoy and like one to be a um like chore day or something yeah. Or sometimes you need two chore days and one day to relax, like anything. 
Shit. So you have date night tonight? Yeah, I'm putting all the control in Murray's hands. And he's like, I don't know how to do what I want to do. And I'm like, that's really sad. But you should try to figure it out for tonight if you want to. Tugboat, no. Tug, tug, tug. Sorry, he's running off after the neighbor here. But hopefully he doesn't. But now I have to go capture him. He's just going to chase the neighbor dog like an idiot. Um, He he just wants to play, but it's just annoying. Um, Well, I've walked back to my house now. I don't know. I didn't. I started my Strava, but I started it like a quarter of the way in. It says that I walked 1.7 miles. So I'm going to say I've walked miles during this. <clears throat> well, that's amazing. Yeah. At least you got two steps done. Um, yeah, so well. Well, he look. He looks actually kind of not upset to see Tug. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Hey, you come with me though. Come on, come on, go, 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 go. Oh, I'm sorry, I stepped on you. Go, 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 go. Get your brother. Go. Uh, ah, damn it. Uh oh, don't break <laughs> another finger, Jaren. I know, totally. There's another little. Oh, Jilly, then the other neighbor dog. It's a party out here. Hi, girl. <laughs> Hi, Jilly. Come on, come on, come on. Um, yeah, that's how I broke it on his collar in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're back to the house? Yep. Okay. You're wrangling uh, dogs again. Don't break a finger. I know, I got one all sorts of tangled up here. But, um... Well, super good to chat. Yeah, likewise. And then, hi, John. Really <laughs> glad. <laughs> really glad I got to chat with you finally. And hopefully we can do this again sooner than a month from now. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think we can. I, I feel like I'm in a groove, which is nice. That's good. My schedule's like all over the place again, but... Uh, Hopefully, at least we can make it work in the in the evenings sometime. Yeah, 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 dog. I'm picking. So up no, you have to decide what you guys are gonna do tonight. No, he cannot. But I'm just here for the ride, and I'm trying to sit back and be like, do what you want. Because I always am like, let's do this, let's do this, or there's this new place I wanted to check out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I think at some point we'll eat food, so that's exciting. <laughs> that's good. Um, well, enjoy your night. Thank you, friend. You too. Have so much fun on date night. Oh, sorry, got little, everything got a little frazzled up there for a second, wrangling these animals. Yeah. And then well, hey, you didn't break a finger, did you? No, no, I think it's all good. intact, it's just still splinted. Good. Yeah, how long? Oh man, I'm so curious to how long you have to keep it like that. What's your guess? Um, Six weeks. Yeah, he, yeah, probably so. He said the complete healing could take like six to nine months. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah, but immobilization, not too sure. Hey, uh, 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 don't even think about it, mister. But, um, I feel like you yeah. fucked up your finger once before. I feel like I remember you having like a messed up finger once before. Or wrist or hand. 
Maybe, maybe jam. Yeah, maybe a jammed finger, but nothing like this. But. Alrighty, well, I better get off here and get everyone settled. What are you gonna do with your evening? I don't know. Uh, like you said, eventually get some food, depending on Andrew. I don't know where he is. I know where yeah. he is, but <laughs> I don't know when he's gonna be home. So, but I'm sure he'll need and want some food soon. Oh, I got some Becca earrings. Look. Oh, oh nice. Some earrings. They're called stackers, and they have this, like, uh, hook on the back side, and you kind of, like, hook it into your ear. It oh, kind of cool. looks like a nose ring. Um, I didn't realize that that's how they came, but I'm hype on them. That's how it looks in. Yeah, that looks really cool. I love it. It reminds me of like algae or like antlers or it's like it can, it's very like open to interpretation I really like that that's the best yeah yeah all right all well right. we should be like what's our what's she doesn't she doesn't say anything when we stop recording huh no or does she? oh no maybe i don't know no i don't think so recording stopped yeah <laughs> ending over yes well pal great chatting with you yes you as well um again it'll be less than a month hopefully we say that yeah. every time like less than two weeks less than three weeks and then it's not but we'll figure it out we'll figure but, it out yeah totally Alrighty, have fun with your date night i hope that you guys have he figures something out <laughs> even if we end up wrestling <laughs> perfect <laughs> alrighty I'll talk to you later okay, bye bye we hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, we'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram, tearingituppodcast is the handle. Like the post, share the post, comment on the post, whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all so again rate and review please and we'll see you next time thanks